Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers. Far and wide, welcome in to episode number 205 of the Talking the Line podcast on this absolutely beautiful Wednesday of bets. Hey, also known as January the 19th in the year 2022, so you don't have to check your calendars. Hey, You got a case of the midweek blues? Well, not anymore. Consider them cured because we have one hell of an episode coming your way. Just the one you need as a dose of medicine, if you will. But before we deliver the proverbial podcast pill to you today, if you will, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching on YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the TTL crew. Oh, hey, like the Wise Words podcast here at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time featuring... I might tell you here shortly, who knows, but first shameless plug of the day for our second show, uh, make sure you hit that notification bell, make sure you hit the like button or the follow button if you're watching on one of our social media platforms, whether it be Facebook or Twitter, so you never miss any of our additional social media content, or if you're listening to the pod on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you hit that subscribe button there too if you haven't already, as we always release the audio of every show after each live episode is complete. Next item up on the docket, if you could be so kind, you can find it in your heart to do so, go ahead and uh, in addition to all those aforementioned buttons, hit that like button, leave us a follow, leave us a, or leave us a comment, leave us a rating, jump on over yonder in the live chat. Sorry, getting ahead of myself here. If you are watching live, maybe hit that share button too. Send it on over to your brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, mothers, fathers, friends, enemies, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the globe as you, but you would refer to as a good old-fashioned ticket cash and degenerate because that's what we are here at the TTL pod, and we cannot tell you how much we appreciate it when you do all those things because it only helps us make TTL sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last but certainly not least, head on over down there to this episode's description where you will locate the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you'll find the TalkingTheLine.com website all of the TTL crew social platforms, and our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, joining us for episode number 205, I am your humbled, honored, Hyped and always handicapping host Colton Cap and Colt Soroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, hang out with me and my partner, get some picks, some insights, some analysis, most importantly, dive into a few rabbit holes and catch some good vibes 
along the way. Now, I have said us, I have said we, I've said crew, I've said partner far too many times without acknowledging the presence of the man here on the show with me today. So without further ado, my friends, get on your feet, get loud as you possibly can, because it's time, ladies and gentlemen, to bring in the young man you know around these parts as the man, the myth. And the degenerate gambling legend himself, and oh, don't you dare forget the TTL crew's resident cheesehead Green Bay Packer faithful himself, Mr. Riley, Armax, Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am doing absolutely fantastic. Once again, you know the drill, man. It is a beautiful Wednesday. Wise words Wednesday, as you mentioned. Got a uh, you drop as many free plugs as we possibly can. You better believe it. I'm doing fantastic, man. One day closer to playoff football once again. I cannot wait, dude. The uh, the nervous, excited anxiety is starting to creep in day by day. Sure. Uh, that comes with my, you know, your favorite team being in the playoffs in a mm-hmm. big, big moment. But I'm doing fantastic, my man. What about you today? Oh, come on. You know the drill. I'm doing absolutely spectacular on this side of the screen here today. Uh, Beautiful day to be alive. Rest is up to me and these, so you know what I'm bringing down. Good vibes, baby, and I know you're bringing the same. Uh, Yeah, dude, I know it's a little bit of... uh Collar's getting a little tighter around there. We get, hey, we uh, we squeaked through the back door. The shot clock was ticking down, and old Crosby snuck one through for us to get out the first time around. I know all these flashbacks are happening, but you're keeping the vibes high. You're keeping the mentality A1, day one. So I can appreciate that. I value your Green Bay Packer fandom. High or low, you're still going to bleed green and gold. Of course. Now, don't know how I can segue this, so uh, how about let's talk about yes, uh, yesterday's best bets sure. of the day. I thought there was going to be something I could segue <laughs> uh, out of there, you know. but I couldn't find anything. Was flipping through the Rolodex and couldn't find it. So Speaking of anything other than the NFL. Eh, yeah, there you go. We're a uh, full transparency show. How about that? So without further ado, let's recap all of the TTL Crew's best bets of the day from January the 18th, 2022. Oh, baby. Okay, it was a 3-3 three and three day from the crew across the board. Partner got back on track. Uh, I will yield back for a moment because I got a little bit of a soapbox I need to get up on. Of course. Uh, but partner, 2-1, and one, absolutely gorgeous day from you. What say you here uh, first thing bright and early Wednesday morning? Nothing crazy, my man, other than the fact that on a night when there's multiple Big 12 games, you better sit your ass on the couch and get your popcorn ready, my man, because it was fantastic. There are 10 teams in the Big 12, if you were not privy to that, not 12, but uh, the point I bring that up is because they are 10 deep with 10, at the bare minimum, 10 competitive teams. There will not be a single bad game in that conference uh, on a given night, my man, so... Any single night you see some Big 12 action, you best get in the front of the couch with some popcorn. But yeah, it was a it was a solid night for me, my man. Um, uh, that's all I got. I, I got some, uh, you know, split my unders. I don't know if that's uh, still a heat check or not, but uh, I think those first couple first half runs is really what busted that one. If we avoided those, which is obviously tough to avoid some runs in college basketball, but if we avoid those, I think we get it. 145, I think, was what it ended at. So just missed that one, but feeling good about the others as well. I don't know about you. 
100% as per usual, he says that's all I got, and he's got extra to add on top of it just to make sure y'all motherfuckers <laughs> understand him. Uh, two and one for sure. Excellent day from you, my friend. Uh, one and two for me, but uh, we ended up kind of towards the end of the show to say, hey, you should probably sprinkle on the uh, cat's money line as well. And uh, I tracked it on all all action and everything. I was talking about it a lot yesterday. Uh, Kansas State was the lone one that covered. However... I got a bone to pick with the other two. Now, yeah. West Virginia dropped down to plus five by the time that son of a bitch tipped off. And um, the old Baylor Bears ended up winning that game by nine points. So covered the original number by almost three points, almost a whole three ball in and of itself. Wow, that's that's interesting. That's that's real, real cute that the uh, books decided to just give out free money like that. Oh, and then Miami, Ohio. You know, all I could hear yesterday is everyone and their dogs saying, wow, Ohio is the best team in the MAC. This is the this is so incorrectly favored. Yeah, no fucking shit. It's called gambling. It's favored that way because something fucking stupid's gonna happen. And Miami, Ohio, nine times out of ten, when Ohio's getting seven billion dollars dumped on them all day and the line is doing nothing whatsoever and yet uh, and yet uh, everybody keeps running to them keeps running to them they win the game by fucking 25 points what why not make the line eight and a half you get more people to buy in on Miami Ohio at plus eight and a half you'll get even more of your fucking money back if you knew they were going to win by 20 why set them at a pick them I call bullshit I call the last fucking six weeks now I've been keeping track of Tuesdays and if you've been tuning in on Wednesdays the public rakes on Tuesdays I tweeted it out this morning I'll write about it in my afternoon college basketball blog. They just rake on Tuesdays, and I do not understand it. So I'm going to have to kind of adjust accordingly, not completely change the whole process on Tuesdays, but definitely think about it because my partner is uh, Big 12 Mania, and I will definitely uh, be rocking and rolling with him. I think the Cats are all the way back, though. Kansas State... Only oh, going to yeah, be a man. only going to be a couple other opportunities. We're going to uh, be able to back them um, at least when they're big points. At least that they, type they, of value. <laughs> they might not yeah. even be underdogs of uh, anything less than four and a half, three and a half going right. forward from here with with that performance last night. I mean, they they went into Austin, Texas, and showed out. So right. Hell yeah, my cats absolutely loved it. it ended up uh, making me. I actually ended up going positive a unit uh, with one of your plays, and then also playing them on the money line. So thank goodness. Uh, however, there two for Tuesday parlay. Hey. Look where we are. Look what we said. Look where we are. Oh boy. The Wells Fargo Center let us down. Uh, for they lost three to two in a shootout, I do believe it was, or four to three, four four to three in a shootout. They were up three to two in the third (laughs) with like three minutes left. And I go, you know what? I'm not even going to watch this game because I I haven't watched the whole thing. I don't want to jinx this. I'm just going to leave it be as it is. I've just kind of been watching it. The next thing I know, I tune it in and I get an update that they had just lost four to three in a shootout. And uh, it was like a 10 round shootout. bro. Awesome. 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 Awesome, man. So excited. Absolutely love it. But uh, obviously, I am not a hockey sharp. Don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm going to stay out of that market for a while now. But what I do well, know, hold on, what I do thing. know, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. No, go go for broke. Well, I was going to say, it gets chalky, but these ones that we pick, if we throw in a throw them in a parlay like plus one and a half even if it's like minus 225 they typically at least go to overtime all these ones that we keep picking off and they just they just fail in overtime so i don't know if we just need to sprinkle a little uh plus i don't one fucking i i am no no i'm not like di- no 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 that that is what you stopped me from going on to rj barrett for to say maybe we can find a way to start no well, no i'm done going. i'm done with nhl for the time being what i am hot on is points rebounds and assist yes. combos baby another one on the book six and one Last seven, the only seven I've played this entire year, so I'm thinking I'm seeing some things. So much uh, so that 
I've got two on my card here today. So I'll tell you about those later in my uh, best bets of the day segment. Uh, Moneyline Dice continue to roll cold. 0-2 day for them as oh well. 0-4 for the week. The dice are cold, cold, cold. So hopefully you've been fading them, not getting on the train. Because after a 5-1 week last week, now the old cubicle objects that be the MLD, the, the dice, are 0-4. Yeesh. Uh, they got a college basketball matchup in their sights today. Um, Virginia Tech Hokies, North Carolina State Wolfpack. No idea. Line opened up no at idea. three. It's down to one right now, flipping all over the place, all over the market. So we're not going to try and figure out what the hell's going on in that game. We're going to yield back to the dice. Especially, who the hell knows what's going on in the ACC right now, my man? Yeah, Good I, I could. Uh, you, hey, well, you say that, and you got to play out of the ACC today. I decided hey, to stay far hey. away from all of the <laughs> ACC plays because, yeah, who the hell knows what's going on in the ACC is damn right. But hey, I put them up there right now, pretty much with the Pac-12. Like I, I don't know that the books know how to freaking set lines, and I sure as hell don't know how to cap it right now. So those are the two conferences I've been staying far away from. Hopefully, you can get me in the boat with uh, one of your two best bets of the day coming yeah. up here shortly. Uh, I do actually have it already in my bet slip. I just need a little convincing to smash it in, and then we'll get into my five best bets of the day. I actually have uh, four college basketball bets. I'll zoom through those, and then uh, zoom through two uh, points, rebound, and assist totals. Actually. I got a freaking fuzz, freaking chapstick caught in my... Okay, well, there you go. Um, I got... Uh, it's coming out of our game between the Cavaliers and the Bulls. Uh, yep. our, bowl, our boys are playing them at the UC tonight. Uh, I got two PRA props, combo props, that uh, you're definitely going to want to hammer in. I love the value on both of them. Then we got the Wednesday Warrior and Wednesday Parlay Pop-Off. Parlay Pop-Off paying out over 6-1 to one odds. If you wanted to know, the Warrior is an NBA team, but you got to stick around for the third segment to find out who it is. We'll recap all of that nonsense, tell you where you can find it, uh, get into the aforementioned Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day, and then send the train completely off the tracks with the second half of the show, our mag sidebar, a little bit of banter, daily leans, updates, and close it out with some motivation minutes. And uh, there's some motivation minutes I think we all need to hear today. Okay. Uh, a little sum sum. So make sure you stick around for that, or uh, if you got to pop in and out, make sure you're at least here for the very end as well if you got to go back and watch other parts of the show. So... Without further ado, partner, anything else from your side of the screen, my friend? No, sir. No breaking news once again. We have not. We need some. We're we're due for some big, uh, big stinky or big juicy breaking news coming through our our way I'm during the show you, one man. of these days, dude. We haven't had any in a while. I am telling you, we need something we can just talk about for a hot ass minute. But it looks like for now. Yeah, everything's running pretty cold on this uh, beautiful Wednesday of bets. It's not a Wednesday of news. It's a Wednesday of bets, though, I will tell you that. So, without further ado, one final thing we must complete, because we ain't superstitious. We're just a little stitious. Please lift your mugs up high or your glasses or your cups or whatever you're utilizing to sip on the black elixir of the gods this morning. And to myself, to you over there, partner, and all you beautiful people sipping that ap- aforementioned black elixir, go ahead, take your sip, and I'll be right back. I had nothing left in mind. Wow! uh, I've been pounding him this morning, dude. I wonder what the neighbors think every time I fucking do that at like 10, 15, 10, 20. Like, what the fuck is up with this guy? What does he do like two times? (laughs) Either way, there you go. (laughs) We're back in action. For now, we will let the train get back on the tracks. We'll let it fall off later on in the show. But for now... Quit the gossip, cut the drama, and cut the banter. You could go to every other sports media outlet and get. You come to the TTL pod for the Stone Cold Locks picks, insights, analysis, 
admittedly diving into a few rabbit holes along the way. But most importantly, running tickets straight to the pay window with the TTL crew all day and night long. So without further ado, my friends, it's time to get into the first segment of the first half of today's show. You know the drill. If you don't, you better get familiar. RMAG's best bets of the day. Two coming at you, both from the college basketball hardwood. Partner, lock in. Let them rip. Let them have it. And as per usual, dude, you have the floor. I appreciate you, my man. I just imagine, going back just a half a second, I just imagine if you didn't have loud asshole neighbors, I just imagine them like you or you being like the, the rooster that crows and oh, yeah. maybe a late risers and then yeah. they just well, you, the no, one I think day they that all, you don't. I think they are all late risers and they all are. I, I go to bed after them and I get up before yeah. them. So they're oh, yeah. those type of people. So I know I'm right. fucking running circles around those mutts. So it's what I love the most. <laughs> but I digress. Please continue. Sir. For sure. For sure. Uh, so my first one, going out to, I've got two different conferences today. Uh, first one up, going to the Big Ten, my Big Ten. Oh. Been a couple days since I've had some value out of the Big Ten, my friend. Can you I spell am... H-O-M-E-R, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation? I sure can, but I don't think I he is one. I don't think he is I one. So. I've already locked so. his play in. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, first one up, I am going to, I believe, actually, I think this is the only Big Ten game on the slate today. Yeah. Iowa Hawkeyes, minus three and a half on the road at Rutgers. Now, uh-huh. I understand that everyone's favorite darling right now at home is the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, but they're due for some massive regression. I mean, and just... when you don't, when you aren't paying attention to them, they, uh, they have done that regression. And then, uh, you know, it's just been a few weeks since you've seen them on a big stage like this. So I believe we are in a spot where they are not going to match up well against this Iowa team. Uh, and they're going to get their teeth kicked in, in my opinion, your partner. 19th Agreed. overall uh, rating per Ken Palm is the Iowa Hawkeyes. Number three, AOE, adjusted offensive efficiency. And 158 ADE, adjusted defensive efficiency. But I don't believe this is a matchup where that's going to come into uh, factor and hurt them in any way, shape, or form. They've got the 45th fastest tempo partner compared to Rutgers 251. Please, I'll let you say your favorite word uh, that you like to use in this sense, my friend. But boat race yes and i believe that is if there's any game where that term is going to come into play on the entire slate today i do believe it is this one here uh switching over to rutgers 93rd rated team per ken palm partner and that especially for what they've done that really screams to me that they've gotten uh Fairly lucky in a lot of different spots, partner. 142 AOE and 54 ADE. So, again, not terrible defensively, but not good enough to slow down this Iowa team. Their offense will not be able to get into a shootout with this Iowa Hawkeyes team by any means. They don't have the scoring depth at all, partner. And, again, they just don't have enough defense to slow them down. Iowa. So, you know, after that, I say, okay, is there anything that I'm missing? Any of these other random spots on the board or as far as statistical categories that I'm missing? So I look into turnovers. Number one one in the country Iowa as far as protecting the ball offensive turnovers per offensive play number one in the damn country no drop off on the road either they are 10.5 percent uh turning the ball over per offensive play 10.5 at home 10.5 on the road across the board and at that especially at that tempo partner I think number two is Wisconsin at one of the slower tempos in the country you've got the 45th tempo in the country as the number one team protecting the damn ball that is ridiculous in my opinion here and then on the other end of the floor Rutgers 185th on the defensive side of that category so dead middle of the pack in the entire country nothing special there and then rebounding is the other thing that I look at. Uh, nothing crazy to write home about. Very, very similar teams. Uh, Iowa's a better offensive rebounding team than Rutgers. 
Rutgers a little bit better defensively, so they kind of just cancel each other out there on the rebounded category. So there's really no edge that I see for Rutgers in any capacity here, partner. And I think Iowa rolls them through the floor on this one. A few trends. Iowa 5-1 and one ATS last six as a favorite. So in these spots, not overvalued at all. 7-2 and two last nine after a straight-up win. When they're rolling, they're rolling. And partner, a little day of the week trends. 5-1-1 one and one ATS last seven for Iowa. 1-4 and four last five for the old Scarlet Knights. So Ooh. give me the Hawkeyes. Minus three and a half. I, I think they win this one by double digits, partner. I don't think it's going to be close at all. Give me the Hawkeyes. Minus three and a half. Te amo some uh, miércoles trends. There's a little bit of Spanglish for you, my friend. Yeah, you you know I love me some uh, Wednesday trends out there, buddy. But uh, I wrote down the Scarlet, uh, the old Scarlet Knights last night, plus two and a half. I said, ah, let me see what the line do. Woke up this morning, three and a half. I said, ho, ho, ho. Public dog of the day, yeah. my friend. Uh, it stinks. It's nasty. It's disgusting. It smells. The home, uh, their home hardwood has been the only place they've been able to cover. And wow, they're dogs now. All of a sudden, and it, the books are making it easier for them to climb. I think the or making it easier for them to cover. I think this yeah. is going to be a. Uh, uh, a rough day for the public, if you will. But I digress. I think you're going to hear a lot of the similar things that Mags just said, uh, very, said said for me in my analysis. But I'll yield back for now. Our Mags' first best bet of the day, the Iowa Hawkeyes, minus three and a half. Partner, what do you got for your second? All right, number two, kind of a little bit uh, different, if you will, as far as how I'm playing this one. But I'm going to the ACC, nope. the pit bank. Like you mentioned, ACC has been goofy. I got 2-0 and yesterday out of the ACC. Actually, 2-1. and I apologize. I missed on Clemson. I ended up taking them, but that was rough. But 2-1 and off the ACC yesterday. Going back to it today, I like the Pitt Panthers plus the 3.5 at home against the mm. Virginia Cavaliers. Uh, both these teams, very slow tempos. Obviously, you're familiar with Virginia, the slowest tempo in the country. Uh, but Pitt, right around 330 as well. So totally comfortable playing that slow tempo. Um, low total on this one, partner, 115. So that really intrigues me as far as the dog of three or more points when it's a total of that low. And then I look into it a little deeper. Uh, Virginia was a big public side this morning, still continuing now. Both bad offenses. I will admit, Pitt does not have a very good offense. Uh, but neither does Virginia. And they're defense the pit i'm talking about here neutralizes and actually matches up well with the few things that virginia can do offensively that's what pitt's defensive strengths are uh rebounding actually pitt's got a nice edge rebounding partner 101 now that again they're not uh, knocking any beating any doors down against the rest of the country but against this matchup uh mm -hmm. there is an edge 101 on the offensive end 101st ranked team offensive rebounding is pitt 163rd defensively uh and as for virginia 280 on offensive rebounding uh ranked in the country 286 on the defensive end so they do not rebound well uh, Pitt's got a big old edge right there. The other road games that Virginia took care of, they are, I believe, three and two on the, excuse me, four and three to the number on the road. However, the couple of games that they've gone on the road to in the ACC that they've taken care of were good matchups for them against Syracuse and Clemson. And I don't think that's the case here. They got destroyed at UNC. Not saying this is the same team as UNC by any means, but I do believe this is another matchup that they do not fare well in. Uh, Pitt has covered the last two meetings, both last year, between these two teams. And I think we see another one here tonight. I actually could see Virginia getting this one down an outright partner. I do not have any interest in the money line here, but I do love the three and a half point backing. And a few trends, and I'll kick it back to you, partner. 5-0 and last five is Pitt versus a team with a winning straight-up record. So they are undervalued against teams that are perceived as either good or, you know, close to good at it by any means. 4-1 uh, and one last five is a home dog. So on their home court when they're a dog, they've taken care of business. 5-2 and two last seven on Wednesday, partner. And Virginia, 2-6 and six last eight as a favorite. So when they are 
uh, up against teams that are perceived as bad teams or mediocre to bad teams. They are classically overvalued this year and last year. Uh, and one and four, last five again here versus a team with a losing straight up record. Three and eight uh, this entire season, ATS as a favorite. Uh, so a little bit deeper than the last eight there. So three and eight this season. And Pitt, seven and six ATS at home the entire season. Uh, had some scuffles earlier on, some bigger spreads when we didn't quite know what they were yet. So now they're starting to get priced correctly. And I think this is a great spot for them in a dog spot. So give me the Pitt Panthers to take care of business. Plus three and a half at home partner tonight. Sounds like from you, my friend, that uh, this is a good spot to back the Pitt Panthers and a good spot to uh, fade the old Cavaliers there. Um, Probably going to take me until the afternoon to buy all the way in on this one, if I'm going to be honest with you. I just want to make sure all the stars are lining up, and I don't want to mush your ACC play because I have kind of made up my mind to stay out of the ACC. But I do think you are on the right side. It is in my bet slip. It will continue to remain there, and uh, we'll see if she gets a little unit tossed on her by a uh, old tip-off. However, you are on the right side, my friend. I believe you, my friend, should just go right on ahead and uh, lock things in. I bet a lot more college basketball than you might, my friend, so I don't want to cause any harm to my partner's plays. Without further ado, one final time, Bar- uh, Mag's second. I almost said Marg's. Mag's second. <laughs> must, must, tequila must be on the brain. Mag's, Mag's second. Mark's. How about that? Hey, Mag's hey. Mar- Whoa. How about that for some content? Mag's Marks. Whoa. Hey, hey. How about bongs, balconies, and bets? Whoa. Whoa. I mean, we're talking all types of stuff here now. Uh, either way, second best bet of the day <laughs> from our Mag's. He is locking in. The now I'm in a rabbit hole. I just totally went freaking blank. Uh, don't don't help me whatsoever. Uh, the Pitt Panthers plus three and a half at the Virginia Cavaliers. See what happens to me, man. Hi. I enjoy a little vitamins in the morning, and hey, then you you, you know get to want you get to wanting to go down fucking rabbit holes while I'm trying to host the show and talk hey, about other shit, and I can't remember. So yeah, you're right. Either way. Anything else you have to uh, <laughs> talk about or relay in regards to your two best bets of the day? Uh, no, uh, but what, some, one thing you said, and that's one thing I did yesterday, and it probably is something I'm going to do again today, is hammering in a lot more bets about 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, partner, once the market kind of evens out a little bit. I think there's a lot of spots where we might be able to do that again beyond what we've got coming today on the show. You know what? I was going to save this for the end of the show, but yep. I'll go ahead and go here now. Um, that you said that... I, as we all know, I've been writing the college basketball afternoon report, right? The afternoon board report. And yesterday I did a parlay um, on FanDuel yesterday and today. They have a, uh, they have a uh, risk-free parlay if you get all legs but one. There's, there's mm. some other stipulations. I'm not going to go check it out sure, if you sure. want to do it. Either way, that's not what I'm talking about. I did a sharp parlay from yesterday, nine-legger, just like the nine most valuable as I was typing it all out, nine from all across the boards. I went eight for nine on that bad boy. Fordham and Richmond were the only ones that steamed over. They barely got over the 139, just a little bit of goofiness, knocking down too many threes towards the end. But I'm just saying it pays off to read the old sharp report. That's only the parlay that I played. I played additional picks off of that straight up. I mean, it it definitely helps to wait a little bit more on in the day, have the uh, the old sharps and the squares, have some time to battle it out, and then... Read what your boys got to say. Hey, here's some games you need to check out. I'm also going to add my recommendations now, too, as well. I've just been doing okay. the line, the opening line, and then where the money and everything's at. And then I'll just do a quick quick recommendation synopsis. Maybe um, something along the lines of, like, take 
uh, whatever that play is or fade whatever that play is or don't get involved, you crazy-ass degenerate, like whatever the case might be. So yeah. I'll, uh, that that's going to be a new one here today. But uh, the Sharp Report is hot, hot, hot. And uh, I, I, just with you mentioning, hey, waiting until about 2, 3 o'clock, oh, that's, yeah. that's generally about when I lay it out. So having that in your hand in addition with whatever else you utilize to kind of, oh, fuck, shit, oh, damn, okay. I mean, I'm telling you, it's it's yeah. it's kind of helped me. I mean, it's helped oh, me yeah. in a way to do it, and uh, if it's providing me value, I I hope it provide you guys value too. So, right. there you go, there you have it. Uh, anything else? Once again, partner, you good to go? No, take it away from us. All right, for me. Second segment of the day, my best bets of the day. All right, we're going to the college basketball hardwood, and I got. Five picks are, uh, what do I got? No, I got six picks in total coming from you, actually. I'm sorry. So we had eight picks. Holy shit. But I got four college basketball plays. So we'll start in college basketball since kind of that's what we've been talking about the whole time here. And then uh, we'll segue into the NBA. I got two uh, props from the NBA tonight as well. But first things first, we're kicking shit off out of the Big South, going to the matchup between the North Carolina A&T Aggies and the UNC Asheville Bulldogs. We're taking the Bulldogs minus four. Now... You might say, what in the hell, how, how do you know anything to be laying four points with the Bulldogs at home? Well, let me tell you, it's a classic Big South matchup between a North team, or uh, uh, this is, uh, they're in the North Division and one in the South Division. So it completely opposite, completely, why do I mention that? They haven't played each other in the last 10 seasons. There is no historical data. There is nothing you can go back to. So you got to look right here and right now. And Wow. North Carolina A&T is number one in the Big South North at three and one straight up in conference play, and they're a four-point underdog on the road. Wow, that is insane. Oh, wow, they're two and eight straight up and six and four against the number on the road. Hmm, inconsistent at best, I do believe here, my friends. How about the uh, UNCA Bulldogs? I've told you about them a few times here on this show. They're middle of the pack in the Big uh, Big South South. Say that five times fast if you want. And they're only two and two straight up in conference play, but somehow they're laying four points on their home hardwood. Another little bit of information I'll let you uh, do with whatever you please. However... I did mention I've talked about them before on this show. They are an absolute wagon on their home hardwood. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. 7-2 straight up, 5-1 against the number at home. They continue to roll here today. But you don't believe me? Let's talk a little offense and a little bit of defense. UNC Asheville far and above NCANT. 76 points per game for the Bulldogs, 75.7 at home. They're 227th in AOE, but you said it uh, a little while back ago, partner, when uh, even though teams are sometimes higher ranked like this, when they're some of the lower mid-major conferences, these low 200s, mid 200s really aren't that bad. It's really not not anything you need to worry about. So 227th, I'll get to what NCANT is here in a minute 201st in opponent effective field goal however they're 87th in the nation in field goal percentage and 53rd in the nation in true three-point percentage so something to think about because the Aggies only 68.9 points per game 65.1 points per game on the road 281st in AOE 309th in uh, effective field goal 263rd in the nation in field goal percentage and 290th in the nation in three-point percentage 
Let's talk a little defense. UNCA also has a severe, severe, severe advantage here. They are only allowing 66.8 points per game on their home hardwood. Their defense steps up, and NCANT's defense does not travel. 72.8 points per game allowed on the road. They're only are uh, they're allowing their opponents uh, 42 uh, field goal percentage. That is a and uh, 42% from the floor but a whopping 32.6 from beyond the arc. Compare that to the Bulldogs, 43.4% from the floor. However, only 26.3% from beyond the arc. So I think that three ball defense is definitely what is going to make the difference here. The three ball in general is just what's going to make the difference here. And then once it gets towards the end of the game, when we need them to close it out, free throws my friends the Bulldogs 70 and a half percent from the charity stripe the Aggies 63.7 percent from the charity stripe ain't no way I'm back in a team that shoots that shitty from the free throw line but you don't believe me on all of that believe the trends UNC Asheville, 6-1-1 ATS, last eight following a straight-up loss. 6-1 ATS, last seven following an ATS loss. 6-1 ATS, last seven home games. 5-1 ATS, last six Wednesday games. 4-1 ATS, last five versus a team with a losing straight-up road record. And this is a huge bounce-back spot for the Bulldogs here today. Uh, they uh, dropped their second game uh, second home game all year in their last matchup against South Carolina Upstate, and it was the first failed cover they've had all season. South Carolina Upstate is not good. They lost 73-76 to as nine-point favorites. They just did not show up. We're getting them at excellent value here because of that little scuffle, and I think you should back the UNCA Bulldogs minus four with full confidence. I like it, my man. Uh, I was looking. It looked like five and a half is where I'm seeing it uh, in a couple of different spots. Are uh, okay with that at that spot? Beautiful. I, I okay. love that, too. I I was anticipating it would go up. I was thinking they'd probably win this by six. I wouldn't take it over six. Um, okay. That's why I was kind of surprised at the four. I was seeing somewhere that somebody locked it in at five and a half way before, but all I could find that it was opening, it opened at four. So uh, hmm. there you go. Yeah, open at four up to five and a half. I love this play. The Bulldogs have been a wagon on their home hardwood. Yeah, I, I like it for sure. I don't know that I'll get involved. I've been staying away from some of these big South games, but I do like it. It's one of my favorites. It's uh, one of the, if I call it at four, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it's one of the only know. big sells. I yeah, I definitely get involved at the five and a half too. Okay. Um, it's there's no reason for it to go up, and especially yeah, right. with all 100%. of the uh, conference. Speaking of big South, with all the conference stuff that I talked about at the beginning, but yeah. Okay, moving on. Second best bet of the day. Mags, I'm going, my skin is going to be crawling. I am likely, okay. if this if this fucking play doesn't make it to the pay window, I am likely to show up here on this pod tomorrow and start to talk and just split apart at the seams. Just completely split apart, yeah. gone forever. Colton, deleted off the face of this planet because this is absolutely ridiculous. There is absolutely no way in hell the Mississippi State Bulldogs take care of business today. So we are going to the Florida Gators minus six in the matchup between them and the Mississippi State Bulldogs or Mississippi Tate if you were there in the past. Uh, honestly, my friends, if you've been following along, this is the last shot for the Gators. I have been following this fucking line movement. I think it was two weeks of just nonsense. I think yesterday was the public having some fun on Tuesday. The book saying, hey, here's your carrot. Now we're about to screw with you for the rest of the week. This 
makes no sense. The books opened this line at four and a half points in favor of the Gators, and now it's up to six, and they are the sharp side. Everybody and their dogs are rushing to the public dog, the away dog, the Mississippi State Bulldogs. How about that? How many more times do you need that to verify that they are a stinky, nasty, disgusting, smelling public dog? Well, let's go a little bit deeper. Whoa. They're 4-1. The Bulldogs are straight up and against the number of their last five overall. And they're a six-point dog. Whoa! I, you have to take it. This is quite, They're 3-1 and one straight up in SEC play this year, and they're playing an SEC opponent, and they're a six-point underdog? You have to take it. You have to take Bullshit. 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 The books are not giving you those points. There are no way in hell the books are raising this and giving Mississippi State extra points with everybody and their dogs running to the window to back them. Mississippi State 0-1 straight up and against the number on the road so far. They failed to cover a two and a half point favored spread against the Ole Miss Rebels. 72 to 82 loss, my friends. I look for something very similar to happen here today. Because the Gators, 2-3 and three straight up and against the number of their last five overall, yet still favored by the books by six points. 6-3 six and three straight up, 5-4 and four against the number at home, inconsistent at best, yet still favored by six points. Fucking 1-3 straight up in SEC play, yet still favored by six fucking points. It's not a setup, the wrong team is favored. <laughs> That's not this situation. It's not how it's going down. I, I literally cannot tell you how I, my skin will be crawling, okay? But... You, you don't you think I'm crazy? We need some stats. We need some trends to back it up, okay? The total set at 140. It's actually down to 139 last time I looked. That being in an SEC game, I see this being a defensive battle in a half, and I think Florida's defense shows up at home. 59.9 points per game allowed for the Gators at home. 70.8 points per game allowed for the Bulldogs on the road. Also, opponent effective field goal, 89th for the Gators, 152nd for the Bulldogs, and then the real cherry on top of the cake. I think the three ball is really what it comes down to here today. 71st in three-point percentage allowed are the Florida Gators and Mississippi State. 219th in three-point percentage allowed. The Gators have shot the three ball well. They have just got stiff time and time and time again. And I think it's time we finally see some positive regression. But my friends... If you don't believe me, with all of that on the soapbox, if you think fucking gambling's just that easy, go right on ahead. But believe the trends. Mississippi State 1-4 ATS last five road games. 1-4 ATS last five versus a team with a winning straight-up home record. And there has been a trend rolling here that Mississippi State covers two games and then the Gators cover. Then Mississippi State covers two games, then the Gators cover. And wouldn't you fucking know, Mississippi State just covered back-to-back games. Keep that trend rolling, baby, and give me the Florida Gators minus six here today. I like it, my man. I I like it. I uh, hope I made a convincing argument. You I don't did. No, I don't lay chalk. I don't lay chalk, and I'm laying fucking six points with a team that stiffed me in the ass three yeah. times already this year. And I, I, yeah, come on. And we've talked come about on. it, and I, I it was just so such weird, like eleven for twenty two at the line total nominally. One of these last times you backed them, and just weird, no mojo on their three point line. And this was weeks ago. I think they're going to be pouring it in tonight at home, man. I like Mississippi State. I like them at home, man. I like yeah, them a yes, lot at yes, home. I bet yes. we backed them on Saturday. I can't if remember this if we were home, or not on yes. Saturday. They, they beat Alabama at home, man. I, if um, this was at home, yes, 100%, yeah. 100%. And it's a lack of road tests, too. You mentioned the one at Mississippi game? who, Second again, game? has shit, garbage. Yeah. 
right. terrible. Kind of uh, faded back into oblivion. Almost, you see honestly. why everything is just stacking up in favor of the crew here. So and if I this, will also be upset if it's, I'll just, if they don't win by 20, I'll, I'll literally be sitting here. Could. I'll be talking about it, and I'll just <laughs> split right in half. Yeah. That's it. It's a wrap. It's over. It's game. game <laughs> si- it's a wrap. Paper or plastic, your boy is deleted off of the face of this planet. I got one more that I'm going to be talking just like that here yep. for the fourth. Go ahead. But go ahead. I'm going to go into number three so I can get a breather. I can allow the heart okay, rate to okay, slow okay, down okay. a little bit okay. so I don't send myself straight to the fucking emergency room. That's okay, fair. third. Best bet of the day. I'm a little bit, uh, a little, lot a bit more confident in this one. I'm, I'm <laughs> confident in all of these, but at this one, I'm a lot, I'm a lot less like uh, just emotionally you know, pissed just, off yeah. too. These boys, I finally get to go back to them. If you followed me last year, you know they're one of my faves. Uh, we're going to the St. John's Red Storm plus three and a half against the Creighton Blue Jays. Haven't been able to uh, bomb the Big East for a while, so this is my $100 play for $0.00, the Big East bomber. After uh, the Big South slapper and the SEC shooter, now we have the Big East bomber or Big East bankruptor, however you want to look at it. Now, uh, the line open at Creighton, minus five and a half, down two, three and a half. First thing that my eye snapped to, I said, well, that don't happen. What the hell's going on? Oh, the Sharps like the Red Storm. I guess I'll consider myself part of the Sharps here today. 33% of bets, 81% actual money wagered on this spread is falling on the Red Storm, plus three and a half, even with that fall in number. Both teams are two and two straight up in Big East play so far this year, so in my mind, you have to take the points. St. John's 0-3 straight up on the road, but 2-1 and against the number, so I don't think you got to worry all too much about that. They're 10-5 and straight up on uh, the season so far. They've just been overvalued in certain spots at 6-9 and against the number overall here I don't think they are this is the perfect number for them and I think this is at most Creighton still might win but at most they're not going to win this by more than three points because they're also 10 and 5 straight up on the season 7 and 8 against the number overall so inconsistency has been their MO as well been a little overvalued and I think the books continue to overvalue them, overvalue them in this spot because five and two straight up at home, but two and five against the number on their home hardwood. This, in my mind, is going to be a Big East offensive shootout. Uh, one of the higher totals on the board here today. Uh, uh, St. John's, I keep wanting to say San Jose State every time I look at because I have them <laughs> SJU. Uh, yeah. St. John's, 82.5 points per game, 75 points per game on the road, 67th in AOE and effective field goal, 54th in true field goal percentage, and 75th in true three-point percentage. Creighton's only shooting 706 uh, points per game or averaging 70.6 points per game 69.3 points per game on their home hardwood which is kind of wild to me 69th in aoe 73rd in effective field goal 52nd in true field goal percentage and here's the kicker for me 303rd in true three-point percentage so i think the red storm's three ball allows them to pull away here at the end or at the bare minimum keep this bad boy to a cover and what do you know it's right at three and a half i also think if anybody's going to be coughing up the rock it's not going to be the Red Storm. They're 117th on the offensive side of the ball in turnover percentage, 23rd in defensive. Whoa, whoa. Creighton, 318th on the offensive side of the ball, 317th in the defensive side of the ball when it comes to turnovers per Ken Palm. So I don't know what more you need there. The proof is in the pudding. I think that St. John's turnovers defense leads to offense, if you will, and they just absolutely shoot the fucking doors off of Creighton here today. Sixth in the nation in tempo compared to Creighton's 218th. So if you needed any more reason to believe that that defense is going to turn into offense, stretch the legs, fast break them. Come on, Johnnies. We need you but if you don't believe me believe the trends 
St. John, 5-1 ATS, their last six Wednesday game. 11-5 ATS, their last 16 following an ATS win. 12-6 ATS, their last 18 versus a Big East op. Creighton, 1-4 ATS, their last five games as a favorite. 2-5 ATS, last seven as a home favorite. 1-4 ATS, last five following an ATS win. And 2-4 and against the number of their last six games played on the day of the week known as Wednesday. I ain't backing them at home. Ain't no way, and you shouldn't either. Take the puppy dog in this Big East battle. The Big East bomber book bankruptor for $0.00, but every other site on the market sells it for at least $200 a pick. St. John's Red Storm, plus three and a half. I like it, my man. One thing uh, one thing that I really like, last win for St. John's, I believe it was this past Saturday. If, uh, yeah, this past Saturday, about a 20-point win over Georgetown. I think they get that, keep that oh, offensive yeah. momentum rolling, my man. A couple of other oh, yeah. teams have done that to Georgetown. Next time around, I think it was Marquette did a similar thing and then have kept it rolling, especially offensively after that. It's almost like, a, I don't know what's going on with Georgetown, but those games have almost been like get-right games for whoever the, the opposing <laughs> offense is. And I think, yeah, I think you got the right side here. Hey, old Patty Hughes boys have been looking like absolute dog shit on their home hardwood away i you said it. i don't know what's going on with the hoyas boy but we ain't talking about the hoyas no nope. i love this play big east there you go there you have it okay let's wrap up the college basketball card here uh my friends we got uh one more to go and this one is going to be in the same vein as number two okay golly we always get windy on my plates we get fucking wild worse, we, get, we go we go we go fucking we go back and forth here. okay the other one honestly i'm gonna, I'm gonna go i'm gonna go quick on this more one. heated I'm, i would uh, say not worse <laughs> Okay, we're going to the match between the LSU Tigers and Alabama Crimson Tide. And oh my fucking goodness, the public is not fucking doing it today. We're taking the Alabama Crimson Tide minus four. This is the one last time for the Crimson Tide, much like the Gators. So I say that for now. LOL. I'll come back to that. Uh, maybe at some point in time, we'll, if, if they don't take care of business... We're fading them for a while, okay? But they, they that's not even on the table. They're taking care of business here today because this is the setup of all setups. Bama opened up as two-and-a-half-point favorites. Now they're up to four-point favorites, holding firm there despite everybody waking up and saying, oh, my gosh, the 13th-ranked Tigers are underdogs to Alabama who has been scuffling. Oh, I have to lock them in. Not a fucking possibility on this planet i do that ladies and gentlemen there is no way the books are allowing this to happen once again it's happened one too many times but let me talk to you a little bit here about these two teams i already mentioned lsu 13th ranked they're a dog that's enough to throw a flag up in the air for me that you better not back that team three and two straight up in sec play and they're the underdogs better than the crimson tide but i'll talk about that two and one straight up and against the number on the road but they're the underdogs oh that's right They've gotten extremely lucky so far this season. It's time for some serious regression for the Tigers. 109th in luck percentage or luck rate, whatever you want to look at it, per Ken Palm. Let me talk about that same exact thing. Alabama has gotten extremely unlucky. 290th in luck rating per Ken Palm. And I think we see some positive regression off of that number because, whoa, they're unranked, yet they're favored by four points. Two and three straight up in SEC play, yet favored by four points. And seven and one straight up, yet three and five against the number at home, yet still favored by four. Wow. What do you know about that? Okay. Don't believe me on that. How about some key stats? Let's talk a little bit of offense here. I don't uh, necessarily know that the defense is going to be the biggest thing here because I'll mention it here in a minute, but LSU's defense is way better across the board. Either way, 
Bama's offense is going to show up at home. Finally, 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 this is the day that they finally show up at home. Maybe I'll have to walk it back, but right now, for the sake of clipping, the Bama offense is showing up today. 81.1 points per game, or 81.8 points per game overall, 81.8 at home. They actually have that same number at home and away. Kind of funny that that's their exact average. 10th in AOE, 76 in effective field goal, and 26 in tempo. The Tigers point blank period don't have the offense to keep up with that this year. 75.1 points per game, only 66.2 on the road. That is 20 points almost worse for crying out loud. 100 fourth in AOE, 165th in effective field goal, and 76th in tempo. Now, I will not deny it. Take that pin out. LSU's defense is much better, but there is no fucking way that they would need to be dogs. Their defense being so much better and defense being able to travel and show up makes it even more no sense as to why this line is a dog. It is a setup and a half for the Tigers. Do not buy into it. One final thing that I think we can lean on and I think you can have some faith on that uh, you'll see happen tonight is that Bama's going to take care of the rock here today at home. 125th in offensive turnover percentage, LSU 252nd in offensive turnover percentage in a heated SEC game. Conference stuff on the line, positioning on the line. Both teams could be 3 and 3. I absolutely love that and I love the Crimson Tide to roll. All pun intended, but if you don't believe me, Believe the trends. Bama, 10-4 ATS, last 14 Wednesday games, 26-1 against the number is the last, in the last 27 meetings, is the favorite between these two teams. And LSU is 4-9 against the number, their last 13 games against my Crimson Tide. Wrapping up my card, give me the Alabama Crimson Tide, minus four. I'm all over it with you, dude. I absolutely love it. I will be as upset as you are if this doesn't get to the window because LSU, like you said, their defense is good, man, but there's been so many spots this uh. that Florida game, especially a couple a week or so ago, where Florida just, they were 11 for 22 from the line. That was the game that I was talking about with Florida, man. That yep. should have been the one. LSU should have had yep. their letdown spot there. They just had yep. it against Arkansas. I think we got another one here. They, their regression. defense allows a lot of open shots, man. It, that was the, That's the spot where it's been a little very lucky, man. They're still a good defensive team. I don't think they're as See, good as here's, we here's all the thought thing. they were going to be. Here's the thing. These doodlebobs have been giving out plays. They just think they know what line movement is. And in the last two weeks, they've been doing great because the public's been doing great. And they did really well yesterday because the public does really well. And they don't actually watch these fucking games. So they see this shit and they think it's a setup from their eyes, but it's really not. Please, for the love of goodness... I will st- I I will literally sit on this show and I will say I'm the dumbest motherfucking capper on the fucking planet and I will split apart at the seams. I've already said right in half. If these two, if these two specifically, Alabama minus four and the Florida Gators minus six, do not make it to the pay window. Point blank period. Point blank period. If if they pushes on those numbers, okay, I'll I'll do some I'll do some talking. But if they don't firmly still, make it to the pay window, still even then, honest, fuck really you. Annoying. Yeah, if they don't absolutely cream <laughs> these numbers, I'm gonna be pretty doggone pissed tomorrow. Okay. Now I do have two more plays I need to talk about, but Good. I'll be a little less uh, windy on those. And, sure. and I know you have just kind of a quick little. Yeah, I agree with those. Let's keep it moving. Sure. So let's switch gears here. We'll go into the pro league. NBA hardwood, keeping the Jordans on, Nikes on, Adidas, Reeboks, whatever you like to rock on your feet. And we're going to the matchup between our Chicago Bulls and the Cleveland Cavaliers. And taking aside, are we, oh no, taking any part of the total, are we, no sir, but have located a few props. Now, if you've been following along, the points, rebounds, 
plus assist market has been absolutely on fire for me. I'm 6-1 and in my last seven. So I decided, hey, well, maybe we start making them best bets instead of just uh, sprinkling on them on the side. So I got two for you here today. Number one, we're going to Evan Mobley. Under 27.5 points, rebounds, and assists. Um, Be who you can afford to be, my friends, is the way I want to preface this, start this off. But I am putting full units on both of these. I have enough confidence in the both of them. Uh, Mobley has hit the over this number in only two out of his last five games and only three out of his last eight. His average against the Chicago Bulls in his career so far, well, look at there. He's already played him and he's only a rookie. What about that? 16 points, nine rebounds, one assist for you non-mathematicians out there that's exactly 26 points rebounds and assist with a total of 27 and a half hi you dern he's also hit right at 26 in three out of his last nine so what do you know about that nonsense that's all i got on evan mobley under 27 and a half points rebounds and assists i love it but i love number two anything you got on that one partner in, in retort no, I'm just looking at his averages. His averages combined uh, points, rebounds, and assists is lower than lower as well. Than uh, let's see. Uh, my math is, but yeah, about 25 and a half. Sorry, it took me a second there. Average 25 and a half PRA on the entire season. So I do like it, my man. Absolutely. I love that one. Uh, it's right at 27 and a half. I got burned actually on Evan Mobley on a similar number to this. So it kind of jumped off the board at me if I do say so myself. With no juice, back it with confidence. Also back this one with confidence. We're going to DeMar DeRozan under. 38 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. He hasn't played against the Cleveland Cavaliers as a Chicago Bull partner. What do you know about that? And I actually think they uh, lock him up. I think they target in on that. They hone in on that. Hey, let's not let DeMar fuck us up. He's never played us before. Let's not make him look like a god against us. And I think they do that. Uh, So I had to look a little bit deeper. Average at home so far at the UC, 24.1 points, 4.8 boards, 4.8 assists. That is good for an average of 33.6 points, rebounds, and assists. Plenty under there. What about his last 10? Maybe he's heating up. No fucking way. 22.3 points, 5 boards, 5.6 assists, 32.9 average points, rebounds, and assists. He's hit the over 38.5 in one out of his last five games, and wouldn't you know it was right at 39 in uh one of his last fives as well he was right at 38 oh how about that he's hit the over at 38 and a half in only two out of his last 10 and one was right at 37 as well the books are begging you to take the over 38 and a half not necessarily anybody everybody and their dogs rushing to the points rebounds and assists here however the under 38 and a half is extremely valuable and i say easy money on both of these bad boys. There you go. There you have it. Last two plays of the day. Evan Mobley under 27.5 points, rebounds, assists. DeMar DeRozan under 38.5 points, rebounds, and assists. I like it, my man. You know me. Get One of, of my favorite stuff for uh, player props is uh, staying away, especially overs for these big, the biggest stars on whatever team it is whenever you know it because they're totally, typically inflated. Yeah, yeah. And without Zach Levine, I think people are expecting DeMar to pour it in. So I either see one way or another, uh, like you said, him getting locked down or him not having any those yeah rebounding assist way low and maybe he has a nice day of scoring let's be honest let's let's be honest the bulls are scuffling the bulls Bulls are are in a little bit of hot water right now 
And I'd be lying if I said I wasn't interested. Uh, they're in a little. They're, they're, tonight, yeah, they're in a little hot water right no, now. They are. And they are. and I think that and and we're gonna see a struggling Bulls team tonight. I really think that's what we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see a team that barely cracks a hundo. Yeah. I, and well, Demar Derozan specifically has been a little yeah. shaky himself during Big this stretch. Yeah, yeah, so hasn't gone you. over this in two out of the last ten. What more what do you, you want from me? For crying I'm out loud! You. There you go. There you have it. Out of all of them, if you think I'm fucking crazy as hell on the college basketball hardwood, I, hell, I would too, but I still have it all types of confidence because you might think, oh, I'm a public guy. I know what the hell I'm doing. No, 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 no. 150 million bajillion gazillion percent. Both of those PRAs are going straight to the pay window. I love them. Love them, love them, love them. Love all six of my plays, but love those two. All right. Let's keep it moving. Keep it grooving. Partner, I'm done talking for a doggone minute here. I, I, I need to digress. I need to let the blood pressure simmer down for just a brief moment. Let's keep it moving. Wednesday brings a double special play. The Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday Warrior and Parlay Pop-Off. Partner, would you be so kind as to indulge all of the wonderful degenerates tuning into today's show? Who is, or what team is, rather, or however you like to refer to them? Who's Wednesday Warrior of the Day? All right, my friend, the Wednesday Warrior. We're going to the NBA, and we are going mm-hmm. to the Washington Wizards, and we're going to the money line on this one. It is a uh, short, short spread. Short, short spread. Squish, Minus squish. one for the Wizards, so we decided to go to the money line. Pricing very similar, if not the exact same, uh, mm-hmm. first of all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this Nets team, 6-1 and one ATS last seven versus a team with a winning straight-up record. Brooklyn Nets. Obviously, I have a winning record. And no Kevin Durant, my friends. Do not forget that he is not there. Nick, our Nets still not a bad team by any means, but they do not have that extra edge without Kevin Durant. And this Wizards team, man, Wizards are playing good, uh, damn good basketball right now, and they are cooking along. 20-6 and six ATS last 26 following a straight-up win of 10 or more. So when they're rolling, they are rolling, and I think they get this job done, partner. And that's all I've got as far as Wednesday Warrior-type stats, I do believe. Anything you got over there? No, I got plenty of shit over here, pal. I mean, you can pick up the top two right off of there, but you go a little bit deeper in here, pal, and the Wizards have been a warrior in this matchup. They are uh, 6-2 and two against the number of their last eight meetings against the Brooklyn Nets and 16-5 and five against the number of the last 21 meetings against the Nets in our nation's capital of Washington, D.C. I absolutely love them. We're taking them on the money line just in case any nonsense, but... If those trends right there don't solidify that they should cover this minus one and a half with ease, it, it's rightfully at a pick 'em because uh, yeah. like the, the books are not going to buy anything or, or the public's not going to buy anything else. Like I, I, it opened up as a pick 'em and then it's slowly been getting more yeah. doggy for the old Brooklyn Nets. So I think that's what the public's going to see, and I absolutely love it here. So Washington Wizards on the money line for the Wednesday Warrior special play of the day. Play them on the money line just in case of any nonsense. Okay. Double special play. Wednesday parlay pop-off. You know we add the Washington Wizards on the money line. Every single week we add the Wednesday Warrior as the first leg of the Wednesday parlay pop-off. Now we go to one of our mags plays for the second leg of the Wednesday parlay pop-off. And this week we are taking a gander at the Iowa Hawkeyes minus three and a half because I liked it just as much as he did. was going to be my choice for Wednesday Warrior, but hey, it ends up making it on the parlay pop-off either way. Third leg, we take a pick from my card. I said, partner, you sure you don't want to play it safe with one of these PRAs? He said, no, no, I don't because I'm pissed off for you. I'm pissed off for greatness, partner. I said, I'm... Really? Are you sure? He said, I'm pissed off for greatness. I said, all right. 
we'll get in the boat with you. So we're bringing along the Crimson Tide minus four for the third and final leg of the Wednesday parlay pop-off. You parlay all three of those bad boys together. You're getting over a six-to-one odds payout. Let's get it straight to the pay window. Both of them while we're at it. Okay. I absolutely love it, dude. I absolutely love it. I've okay. Got no issues whatsoever. Yeah, neither do I. I think, man, oh man, we've had some bad beats across the board on some of these uh, these special plays here, and I think that's one that uh, we're going to be on the right side of yes. the old uh, yes. the old bad beats here today. So, without further ado, give me one brief moment. Cause shit always gets glitchy when I do that. All right. Without further ado, my friends, we have now gone through all of our mags picks, all of my picks, and the Wednesday Warrior and the Wednesday Parlay pop-off. It is now time for you, my friends, to rip out your sports books, rip out your paper and your pens and your pencils, if you are a mistake-prone human being like my partner and myself, or uh, whatever mode, means, or method you utilize to take stock of the TTL Crew's best bets of the day, because as I rip my partner back here in the screen with me, it is time to recap all of those aforementioned best bets of the day for this beautiful Wednesday of bets, also known as January the 19th, 2022. Please, so kindly, turn your attention with sportsbook in hand to the top left corner of your screen. You will see R. Mag's picks. He's got two coming at you from the college basketball hardwood tonight. He's taking the Iowa Hawkeyes minus three and a half and the Pittsburgh Panthers plus three and a half. Over to the right side of your screen, you see my six picks coming at you. We got four on the college basketball hardwood and two on the NBA hardwood. Starting with college basketball, we have the UNC Asheville Bulldogs minus four. Would take it also at minus five and a half. Not over six. The Florida Gators minus six. Do not take over six. St. John's Red Storm plus three and a half. And the Alabama Crimson Tide minus four. Do not take over four. Today's Double special play. You know the drill. Every Wednesday, we bring in the Wednesday Warrior, a team that does nothing but cover their spread, win, regardless of what position you put them in or what position they're in currently, and that is the Washington Wizards on the money line playing in our nation's capital on their home hardwood. You combine the Washington Wizards with the Iowa Hawkeyes, minus 3.5, and and the Alabama Crimson Tide, minus 4. For today's double special play, the Wednesday parlay pop-off, paying out at over over six to one odds. Let's get all six, seven, eight, nine plays, straight plays. Be who you can afford to be, half units, full units, whatever you need. But we're going to have a fucking day here, my friends. And make it 10 with the parlay pop off for a little extra juice. Straight to the pay window and load our bankrolls full. But before we can do that, we need you, my friends, too. Lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down. Whatever you need to say, just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day that are primed for ticket cashing into whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. Ooh, baby. Okay, my man, yeah, haven't been able to do it in a while. Where oh, the hell shit. are we here? Oh, shit. I see Arena too, you bastard. You can't, and you can't tell the words oh, either. I, I fuck, sure. <laughs> you bastard. You bastard. It is a sponsor. Uh, it is a sponsor. It is a sponsor. I, cause I, dude, I'm a, I, you know I'm a huge fan of the Wolfpack too. Either way, yeah. here, I'll, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll bring us in up here. 
Let's do this. Okay. Uh, you know I'm a huge fan of the Wolfpack, so I... There's a sponsor. I'll give you one or two hints, and then I'll, I'll narrow down what Safe, type of... Safeco Arena? Nope. Fuck, who's Safeco? Safeco's... One hint. Safeco's Seattle Mariners. Probably someone else, too. Oh, okay. I thought it was somebody in college basketball. Hey, good thinking, though, there, Max. They might have go? one. Way to go. Uh, wait, wait. Give me one hint. Bank. Bank of America Arena? Nope. U.S. Bank Arena? Nope. PNC Bank Arena? PNC Arena! Woo! Uh, <laughs> Fifth try. Good enough. Third hey, bank. Hey, fuck them. Fuck them. I don't care. <laughs> even, a bl- even a blind dong's right twice a day. Leave me alone. PNC, baby. Hey, I My next hint was going to be, because uh, you said Safeco, because I do think Safeco might be a different uh, like college yeah, yeah. basketball team, I feel like it's too. somewhere. Because well, PNC is also, uh, PNC is a baseball stadium, too. I think San Diego, yeah. right? Pittsburgh. Okay. Pittsburgh. PNC Park. Only reason I know that because I'm just I'm a fan of the yep, Pittsburgh right, Pirates, right. even though I shouldn't be Petco a fan of the Pittsburgh Petco Pirates because Diego. I'm a fan of the Chicago Cubs yep. in the exact same stupid division. Yep. I know it doesn't make any sense. Leave me alone. Anyways. Okay, you see other texts on the screen. There's your uh, trivia answer of the day, live from PNC Arena, the home of the North Carolina State. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Shout out Jim Valvano, Wolfpack. Okay, you see some additional text on the screen, actually right next to my noggin right here, looking right at it, the Moneyline Dice Roll. You see Vatek versus Insist, and you might say, why are we live from Insist? And that would be because that is what the two teams involved in our Moneyline Dice Roll today are. So as I change the ticker, I bring us back on in the screen here, my friends. It is time for today's Moneyline Dice Roll of the day. Okay. Nope, didn't mean to have my big ass head in there. No. <laughs> Let's do it like this. Here we go. All right. Today's Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. All right. 0-4 start to the week for the dice. Full disclaimer. Cold is all Yikes. hell after a 5-1 and one start last week. So, play at your own fucking risk. risk. But as always... I had a fucking burp. Uh, play at your own risk. But as always, we... Uh, we have full confidence in the cubicle objects to be the money line dice. One more fucking day, we're teetering with fate territory. <laughs> However, easy. take it easy, be careful, do your own, yeah, you know, but we trust him. We trust him. We trust him. We trust him. All right, we fucking trust him. All right, outside of that, let me write her down here. And as yes. I do, partner, I get our guest, uh, the wonderful money line dice, yes. uh, ready for the roll of the day. Could you be so kind as to uh, indulge us? What's going on with this matchup today, pal? Alrighty, my man. So we've got the Virginia Tech Hokies. We love the Hokies. I'm in love I'm with the Hokies. I'm in love with the Hokies. At the NC State Wolfpack, where you just saw us at PNC Arena. And the uh, the Hokies coming in as the one-point favorite on the road. Hold on, hold on. I- hold on. Ma- imagine when we can actually say that, dude. We'll come live on our show in the morning. Oh, you just saw us live from NC State Arena last night. It was uh, pretty yeah. sweet. Hell of a show. Uh, Speaking it into existence, pal. We're millionaires, Mags. They just haven't paid us yet. Please continue. I digress. Of course, no. Uh, uh, Virginia Tech minus one at uh, on the road. I was interested in the Hokies, but uh, who the hell knows? NC State yeah. plus one. Yeah. Money line, 120 minus 120 for the Hokies, plus mm. 100 for NC State, and total of 137 and a half. Decent little total right there. Bets and money splits, partner. 42% of bets on the Hokies, but 94% of money on their spread money line uh, however money line don't see the bet percentages but it says 98 percent of money on the old hoax so 
Public side does appear to be NC State, but big old severe monetary liability over there on the old hoax. So I I don't know, man. I really don't know. We've uh, tried to back the Hokies in certain spots. You've had some success here and there. I've had some success here and there. We've gotten our teeth kicked in here and there. So I have no idea, dude. I'm good on both of these teams. I'm good on the ACC, really, all together. Uh, event time, probably it's an 8 o'clock game, 7 o'clock game? 6 p.m. Central Standard 6 Time. game. Okay. Only thing I didn't mention, they have played each other already once at uh, Virginia Tech and NC State won by five as nine-point dogs. The only thing that concerns me, even with that bit of information, is that this bad boy opened up at three points in favor of the Hokies, and now it's down to minus one in favor <laughs> of them. I don't know. Uh, total has gone up a point. I heard you say 137 and a half. It was at yep. 136 and a half okay. pre-show. So that's gone up just a tiny tad bit there. But, hey, let's get on into it. I got it ready. I got it tracked. Oh, hey, partner, pal, uh, before it, it happened today. Your favorite thing happened today on the printer. What's that? Oh, 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 nice. Your favorite thing happened today. Just let's cash some just tickets. Just a little let's cash some tickets there at the end. Uh, I was uh, shuffling a little agenda around here and saw that. Uh, first things first. You must hate trees, dude. Talk about waste of paper. Jeez, Yo, be dude. cool. Be cool. I didn't print six. That's just three. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> be cool, dude. Hey, we had a full boat here. Full barn. Got shit to talk I'm about. Just kidding, dude. All right. Uh, first roll of the day. Home team okay. or away team? Are we going with the... Wolf back in the rematch, or the Hokies to get their lick back. I don't know. Neither does Mags, but we all find out in three, in two, in one. Away team! Okay. Dice love the Hokies. I'm in love with the Hokies. Second roll of the day. Money line or ATS? Do we lay the point and a half on the road, the point, whatever it might be, or do we just say, give me that doggone money line? I don't know. Neither does Mags, but we find out between them old Virginia Tech boards and that North Carolina Wolfpack out there in a three, in a two, in a one. Shoot. ATS! Okay. It's a full-born... A-T-S. That stands for against the spread. That would be Virginia Tech minus one. First unofficial pick from the Moneyline Dice. Third roll of the day. Wild card roll. Are the dice going to double down, say, hey, boys, we've been fucking around a little bit too much. Sorry, we tried to find some new trends and stuff happening, and we should not have done that. We apologize to you and to all of your viewers out there that have been telling us, are they going to continue the nonsense and need a re-roll or maybe even continue more of the nonsense and say they're going to give us a total play in redemption for a 2-0 day? I don't know, neither does Mags. Only the all-knowing, ever-present, ever-powerful Moneyline Dice that I shout out every fucking Come on, day! Dice. Come on, Dice! No, and could potentially give us a winner. So in three, in two, in one, we find out. Over. Okay. Over. Over. Okay. Over. Hokies in the over. Two defensive fucking powerhouses. Over. The dice have spoken! If you want a guaranteed take... Two tickets. Speaking of, uh, I wonder what the fuck the neighbors are thinking. Yeah, <laughs> even Christmas. more so right there, I would say. <laughs> two tickets straight to the bay window tonight. No questions, no qualms, no quarries about it. Not from me, not from Mags, not from any living, breathing human being, but from the all-knowing, inanimate, ever-present, ever-powerful money line dice lock-in right here, right now. The Virginia Tech Hokies, minus one. 
and the over 137.5 in tonight's matchup between the Virginia Tech Hokies and the North Carolina State Wolfpack. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. If I'm going anywhere, that's probably where I would go. It's probably where I'd go too, but I felt the that over. the last few fucking days here, yeah. and I'm I'm hey. a little uh, hey. it's a little V Tech. V Tech is minus one, and yeah. and I got a desk right here. Why are you doing this in your hand? <laughs> over one thirty-seven and a half. Okay, zero and four starts of the week. We see if the dice can find redemption for midweek. They they got a case of the midweek blues too, so they need those cured. I guess. All right, there you go. There you have it. Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. You want your own set, you see Moneyline Dice right there as I point down. goes right by my finger and our discount code, TTL10 at checkout. That's TTL10 at checkout in your cart. You add it to there, and you get 10% off your first order on MoneylineDice.com. Nothing off limits. Uh, I wear their merch all the time, their hats. Uh, coming out with some shirts, too, soon, I do believe. Uh, they got the old uh, the old dice. They got tracking books, MMA scorecards, all the good stuff that uh, good old-fashioned degenerates need. So head on over there. Tell them uh, your good friends at the TTL Pod and TTL Sports Media sent you and uh, get you a little bit of a discount for your first order. MoneylineDice.com. Okie doke, artichoke. Let's keep this doggone show steaming on down the tracks. It just, it's time gets away when you're having fun, I tell oh, you. We yeah. just get to rambling and jambling and gambling, and then all of a sudden you know it, it's 12 minutes after the 11 o'clock hour. So without further ado, we start the second half of the show. Partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 205 of the TTL pod on this absolutely gorgeous January the 19th, 2020. All right, my man. A couple different things here. Uh, a little wild card Wednesday, I guess, once nope. again here. So far, what we got going on today. Like first a good thing first. Card. Like a good wild card, because you know less me, heavy hitting. Colton, Captain Colt, wild card Sroka. So, of course. Like a good wild first card. First things first. Yeah, yeah. We uh, talked about this movie not long ago. Uh, oh. Not Movie Monday, but it does appear that Avatar 2 is going to be coming out in December of 2022, my man. December 16th. When did number one come out? What did we say? 2012? Was it, it was like in the 2010, box 2011, 2010, it was like the box office? Yeah, I knew it was like something right, right in that. Whoa! At least 10 years Why? ago. Still still James Cameron? I believe so. I'm pretty sure they gave him last wow. I checked. And I, it's always like never enough concrete information. But it looked like yeah. they gave him a bag for like three more movies. Holy bejeepers. So they might... Which uh, seems they pretty might. atypical for him because he usually likes to fucking, you know, just crush a movie and then right. chill out for 10 years and then come back right. and crush another movie. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, mm. at this, in, the same, in the same respect, though, the technology of that movie at the time was like pretty like holy shit they can do this with movies you remember that like and now we're getting into this with with well i feel like the capabilities of what they could do because that that was like that was like off the charts at this point now is is precipice the right word that was like the precipice of cgi like it would just the start am i using that in the right fucking term at least to the the net level of like the level of like, like reality, where's that I now? Because they've tried, because yeah. they certainly tried it for the, the, the ten years before that. But yeah. when you go back and watch, like I like a few weeks ago, I because I, I was trying to gear up for the new Spider-Man movies, not your world, but I watched like Tobey Maguire one and two, still good movies. But there's a couple where it's like, uh, okay, yeah, this is it's every once in a while it's a little tough to watch some of this shit. But yeah, you're, I would, uh, yeah, hundred percent. That first one was like the next level of like, it was holy bananas, shit. dude, like absolutely yeah. bananas. Some of the I, shit they were doing in that movie. I haven't seen that first one in a long time, man. Woo! I haven't seen it in a long time either. That might might, December 2022. Hmm. And I know it's not your world either, but uh, I think the same date. And this one's not even 
totally my world but aquaman 2 is also uh, scheduled for that one too jason oh well momoa, you but, know old jason momoa i hey big hey. big big ups to the samoan man he's sure. keep doing keep doing what he's doing actually sure, sure, sure. you know what i i got locked into about a fucking half hour stint of aquaman one time and i don't yeah. know what i don't know like i think it was on cable and bro i can't even lie i was pretty fucking locked in like I, it was some pretty electric shit like it was just some big crazy fucking battle scene and motherfuckers were on the seahorses and throwing fucking tritons and fucking just That's like a seven I, on my it, seven it was out the most my like, list, dude. it was so like I the think most unreal fucking hole. shit and i was just like damn actually i mean if i like keep the old uh, the old veil of ignorance on during this bad yeah. boy maybe just maybe i could get in the boat with some of this shit i don't know anytime i do pop in a superhero movie i kind of get stuck but i don't know we'll see we'll see maybe anyways uh this one hits closer to home for the both of us partner 30th birthday r.i.p to mr mac miller would have been 30 years old today very near and dear to the hearts of uh, both of us my friend i listen to his damn music Literally every, every single day. Not every an overstatement day. by any means. It's every still, day. it's still about half of my top 100 every single year, if not more. So shout out, R.I.P. Any uh, any thoughts or any any eh, what's what's any? Because I always have like different periods. Like because wow, you and I, I, fucking, I wrote I wrote a blog last year actually yeah. this time on Mac. Well, it might have totally been forgot. today. It yeah, might have it been was, a year ago today. Yeah, it was a year ago today that I would have. Yeah. Because yeah, it was at the time of his. It was his birthday. It was either his birthday or his passing that I would have wrote about it, but. Yeah, no understatement, man. I listen to his music every fucking day. Uh, miss the dude every fucking day. I go I back can't and find that and bump I, that again for today. Yeah, low key, low key should. I I can't, I can't even begin to imagine like the the. F- Cause like as we evolved as like human beings, his music music like perfectly evolved with us as we. So that's what I that's it. what I was kind of gonna say. Like, yeah. I I can't imagine the guys because all the guys that like we grew up with in rap, like Schoolboy, fucking Kendrick, fucking Ab Soul, like all those guys that were part of that fucking crew, like all the fucking TDE guys, like. Yep. Fuck, dude. Like, oh my gosh. And that's just, I can't imagine how they feel. Like, just just as fans, like, just as somebody who had, like, had dreams of meeting Mac one day and, like, yeah. yo, bro, we think a lot. And, like, I grew up in high school with you without fucking growing up with you. Like, we, yeah. uh, his, his music evolved as we evolved as adults. And it was just so fucking wild. It was, like, the first musician that i ever like truly connected with his music and like what the fuck he was saying and like damn bro like i actually understand this motherfucker like all this other music is is circumstantial it's fucking shit like one of the only actual like celebrity death that actually like hit like affected me for for a while but also oh it got me not only did his uh, we mature along with his music i could still like i listened to his original stuff like what you might consider uh, like frat rap in the first i still listen to that every single day so it's not like his old stuff has aged poorly by any means either dude Uh, yeah no doubt whatsoever. Uh, Wowzer Kapowser, yeah, that's. Uh, I didn't know he was gonna be the big three zero. Fucking hell, yeah. That's. Uh, I think today is gonna be a full blown Mac Miller day for your boy here. We well, already, uh, once I saw that right before, in between uh, you and I talked and being on the show, I had a couple on already. Yeah, we got some Mac Miller to bump today here for sure. All right, what else you got? Uh, that was mainly it. That was the big piece. It's uh, you know, thirtieth birthday. Uh, you know. Oh, uh, steaming on back down the tracks. It's National Popcorn Day today, so Ooh. I might need to be uh, popping some popcorn all day long. I got a nice little air popper for Christmas oh. that I've barely gotten to test out, dude. You ever mess around with those? Bro, are you fucking kidding me? 
Yeah. The the old school colonels, baby. Oh, dude, I grew up. See, see, I grew up in the old apartment, and uh, we uh, we used to pop popcorn. Uh, Mm -hmm. We we grew up broke as a joke, is what it is. But hey, we are where we are now. But uh, and my family is extremely blessed. Either way, fuck yeah, popcorn was the fucking shit, boy. We fucking get those. You get a bag of kernels for like a buck, and you get bowls and bowls and bowls and bowls of popcorn. And then you get to December, you can use the popcorn. As ornaments on your tree, mm. and when you're real broke, and then you just, and then you just fucking hate. <laughs> then you get back to January, you start popping fucking popcorn again, and everything's all good. Well, we had one of those like air popper machine, like one of Love these, kind of what I got now, but it's newer, so it's not as loud. But it it's used to sound like, like the, it yeah. used to sound back in like '05 <laughs> to '08. It sounded like a fucking vacuum. And me and my buddies would have sleepovers, and my parents would be trying to sleep at like midnight, and we we're like. Damn, we really want some popcorn, but it's just like, <laughs> yeah, dude. And we're just like, oh shit, like I feel so bad. <laughs> but you, you can got, just hear it, just like, popcorn, just like though, warming up. Oh yeah, and then they were they were always at like the, those classic like '80s and '90s appliance colors, like the off white beige, and then fucking like a yeah. brown color with it too. That was like the color yeah. of mine. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. oh, so I got a new one for Christmas that I've barely hey, used. Oh, Not yeah. as loud, but uh, oh, yeah. still gets the job done. I got a box of uh, some old Red and Bockers in the uh, cabinet over oh, yeah. there. Yeah, every oh, once yeah, in a while, I need a little movie theater like a giant brother. freaking $5, like 60-ounce fucking <laughs> Orville Red and Bocker kernel thing. But, uh, right. yeah, man. Uh, that's about all I got for the sidebar today. What's tomorrow? A little uh, music trivia Thursday? How about it? I'm ready for it tomorrow. Hey, every once in a while, you got to reconnect your relationship with old Orville. But uh, I'm ready for music uh, trivia tomorrow as well. Uh, I'll have a couple of songs that I'm listening to. Been banging. I kind of been banging some stuff on repeat. Uh, let's see here. A little bit of nonsense from my side of the screen. Um, it firmly is solidified now as to why the UFC has uh, divisions. Uh, picture circulated yesterday of Francis Ngannou and Cyril Gan. Right next to uh, Davidson Figueredo and Brandon Moreno. Uh, not in yeah. a face-off or anything, but basically their pre-fight pictures uh, that they take. Uh, yada, you know the drill, that whole shit. And uh, it was absolutely insane to see similar in age men to be standing next to each other and just like that, that, that. Those guys are just yep. as ruthless killers as those guys, but this guy right here would absolutely squish that guy like a fucking bug. But yep. they are the exact same mentality-wise and possess the same tools in their tool belt, and it's freaking insane. Just I love the, how they minus the power. Yeah, I love how they put them on the same card too, because I think uh, Ngannou's last title fight was with uh, with was with these two on the card also. I'm right? pretty sure, yeah. So yeah. okay, other little bit of a uh, little bit of bullshit happening right now. So I can't think of the bastard's name, and I refer to him as a bastard because this is kind of a dick ass move. Okay. Used to be in Ngannou's corner. So I've talked about it before how Gan and Ngannou used to train together. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. this was when Gan first got discovered in France. And right. then Ngannou said, fuck this. We're basically the same fucking guy. Like, I'm trying to get the strap, the heavyweight strap in the UFC. I need to separate from you guys. Moves to the United States, starts doing his thing, becomes the predator as we love and know him today. Well, he has this fuck stick that came with him originally or, or when he was fighting out of that camp that they were really tight, they were really close together, and when Francis left that camp, that asshole stayed with him. And I don't know what his name is, but he's been talking about, he's, he's like, 
I, I slept every day. I lived every second with Francis. I know his weaknesses. I know his ticks. I know his movements. I know everything about him. If you put him in this certain position, it, uh, it, uh, it inflames his lower back. He has severe lower back problems that he doesn't tell anybody about. Like he's, He's airing out his dirty laundry to, like, the entire fucking division. And he's like, if you put him here, it will completely wear him down. This is how we are going to win. Basically, like, not cheating, but, like, fucking, like, hey, we know exactly what the fuck we're doing. And we're going to say it right here, right now. Like, it could be total mental warfare. Like, hey, Francis, we know your fucking back's fucked up. Now that's in the back of your head, like, fuck, I got to make sure they don't go after it. And you're thinking about it so much, you move away, tweak it. Now you're fucked for the next 23 minutes or whenever you tweak it in the fight. So... Ooh, I know, it's great if I'm wrong, but I feel like all of those weaknesses probably don't lend into what Francis's game plan would have been in the first place anyways. I would imagine no, but also at the same time, that doesn't mean that Gon can't make that his game plan. So, Oh, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like yeah. That probably is already Gon's I don't know. You obviously know more than I do. I'm just saying like that kind of the, exploiting those what perceived weaknesses probably would have been in that type of game plan anyways right either way the dude's just being a cocksucker i can't think of his name but he's just being a cocksucker he's just like oh yeah i i slept with him like i i i was there with him i took his shorts off so he could breathe (laughs) after this fight like you're such a piece of like shut the fuck up dude like shut the fuck up like you're gonna look like a real dumbass if the predator comes back and wins this doggone fight so predator dude i uh, i'm not betting against the predator you had a fucking mind i know old bongamin has looked real nice but hey The Predator's a different fucking level of beast. When I saw him put out um, uh, Jarzino Rosenstreich the way he did, that that was just it. That solidified it for me. There was just nobody else that I was like, there's nobody going to be able to take a shot. I think he's going to put him out. I think he's going to fucking put out Gon. I don't know we're going to talk about, but I think he's going to put him out. I think he's going to put him out. I didn't realize Francis was an underdog right now. Yeah, yeah. It's another Derek Lewis type situation. So, I, I, yeah. And, And Francis... The only thing that would worry me is like Francis's contract is up after this fight and okay. he won't fight on the same bullshit that they've been dicking him around with for the right. last five years. So could be potentially fucking with his head, all this other shit. I don't know, but this feels like another Derek Lewis situation. You got to take, you have to take Francis and Ganu on the money line. You have to. I'll know. I'll obviously write about it. UFC blog dropping Saturday morning. There's a uh, shameless wait. plug for you. So, <laughs> wait, uh, yeah, UFC 270 uh, dude, is going to be absolutely that's not fair, electric. dude. I'm going to have Packers and UFC 270 at the same time. Dude, that's not fair for me. What do you mean that's not fair for you? That's all. You got you got your favorite team getting injected right into one arm, and then you got one of your favorite sports getting injected into the other. That sounds pretty fucking. Ooh, first but world I, problems. Pretty dude, unfair yeah, to me. Right. First world problems, hundred percent. Oh, but like no. Packers game is on in general. Somebody let alone call a the fucking game. I'm not cops. looking at. And my girlfriend talks to me, like, trying to have a conversation with me. And I, like, sometimes I give her, like, goofy. Like, are you actually trying to, like, get a, ask me a question right now while I'm watching? And it'll be like third and ten, like the biggest important part of the game. I'm just like, hey, hey folks, like, if, you, uh, you, if you see a shoe fly across the screen yeah. at any point in time right now, know that yeah. it is from that yeah. aforementioned girlfriend yeah. he's talking awful yeah. loud about right now in yeah. the same vicinity. <laughs> Either yeah. way, she yeah, knows. man. She, hey, she hey, knows. Hey. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Hey, you got all that action on. you trying to have a conversation. Me, when me, and, we, uh, me and our buddy Scoot, we hang out, man, and we're watching the game together. He'll say some shit to me. Yeah. 30 seconds will go by. I'll be like, Wait, what you just fucking say? I'm sorry, dude. I was yeah. locked into this fucking right. play. Like, I, I don't know what the fuck you just said. I'm so. What'd you say? And we'll go. Hey, yeah, it's it's. Hey, there's action going on. I, I'm processing shit. I might have a fucking live bet. I need to fucking put in real quick. <laughs> Leave me be. 
There you go. There you I have it. I can't wait, dude. I can't wait. I can't wait either. UFC 270 is going to be electric. Uh, speaking of blogs, uh, college basketball afternoon board report. I'll do that here as soon as we uh, get off this show. Uh, see how everything's looking around that department. Uh, and then also, speaking of after speaking of after this show, pardon me. Pardon me again. Fucking hell. Coffee coming back up. Uh, after this show at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, since you were so kind to stick around this long and uh, you said, oh, shit, I want to hear some TTL announcements. I want to hang around for the second part of the show. Season 2, episode number 7, features the legendary Akeem Prophet. Uh, he is a wager talk NFL, NBA, WNBA, and MLB betting expert. He also is a sports betting analyst and contributor at SBR Sports Picks and uh, Pub Sports Radio. All around, just dope-ass dude. Great human being. I mean, just like you can tell. We've only known him for a little bit, but just has a a heart that has to be like this fucking big around. I mean, one of the coolest dudes I've ever had an opportunity to talk with in the industry. So um, has some connections with our guy VR2, newbie. Uh, So we had some conversations in there as well. Uh, The TTL family quickly becoming uh, part of the Wager Talk family as well. So uh, stay tuned for that. 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. We had an electric conversation with Akeem. Uh, Everything NBA this year's NBA and beyond future plays NFL divisional round coming up this weekend um advice on being a human and being a better human advice on being a better better everything in between I mean pretty much wise words all encompassing uh outside of that partner uh Cup of Joe on campus is back Saturday at 8 30 a.m central standard time speaking of back I am on uh Jeff Dawson's show tomorrow at 1 p.m central standard time Mags is on Friday at 1 p.m central standard time um stay tuned yeah wise words dropping here uh it'll be on the YouTube if you're watching on YouTube hit the notification bell so you don't miss it uh and then it'll be on podcast directories everywhere else after that and then, yeah, looks like uh, about it. Stay locked into the link tree in this episode's description or talkingtheline.com for uh, one-stop shop, all things TTL and beyond. Uh, outside of that, partner, anything I missed, skipped, uh, didn't go over, we need to uh, talk about here second half of the show? No, dude, not a single piece of breaking news that I saw. Uh, even any minor breaking news that I can just sprinkle in here. Nothing at all, dude. Extra cheddar on Saturday as well. Don't know if you said that or not. Ooh, but Extra uh, cheddar on Saturday, yes, sir. I might even have that ready by Friday, but man, there's going to be some props already out, I do believe, so for that playoff game. So I cannot wait. Stay tuned at least by Saturday morning, though. Show enough. I absolutely love it. Stay tuned, you cheeseheads, for your extra cheddar. Okay, well, we got one final segment to get over, and uh, it's kind of funny because uh, it's the Always Daily segment, and that's kind of what the message is around here today, and I make sure I always do it. So without further ado... Last segment of the day, my Motivation Minutes. All right, my friends, I want to kick things off here with a quote um, from a man that I have respected for a very, very long time, um, even to the point when I was a young chap and had no idea that I was going to have a fucking podcast or be sharing motivation and inspiration, have the opportunity to have a platform to do that every single day. And I've looked up to Zig Ziglar for a long, long time. And if you're not familiar with Zig Ziglar, I suggest you go and check him out. Um, up there with the Ralph Waldo Emersons and and those those and the John Woodens and those level of guys in terms of thinking and their quotes and the stuff you can find on them. Um, but Zig Ziglar said one time, people often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. 
And I'll repeat that for you. People often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. And, you know, you can go down so many rabbit holes. I'm sure you already are in your head. But that smacked me so... I just stumbled upon that quote last night. And I said, I'll be damned. I think I just found tomorrow's motivation minutes. And... You know, number one, that's why I do this. To if I impact one of you, it, 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 shit, I might not impact any impact any of you. Maybe I need to hear it. Maybe Mags needs to hear it. Who knows? That's why I do it. If I impact one person out of whoever many people hear the message, that's it. Because we all need—I say it all the time—we all need a little motivation and inspiration in our life to help get us through this crazy ass thing called life. And that's the thing—is it takes work to make it through this thing called life. You have to work at it every single day. If you are caught in a rut, in a trench, in a terrible part of your life right now, stuck in the daily day in and day out monotony, and you're wondering why it's not changing, and you're like, I can't find any motivation, I can't do anything, maybe it's you. Maybe you have to work at finding that motivation. Maybe it's important as taking a bath every morning that you need to take some time to find some motivation and inspiration. Maybe stop glossing over one of the most important things you should be doing in your entire life. I love how he says it. Neither neither does bathing. <laughs> bathing doesn't last. No, it doesn't. And neither does motivation. You can't read one fucking quote and expect that that quote's going to last you tomorrow and the day after and the week after and the month after. And all of a sudden, you're this motivational guru and you're so smart. My friends, I have Colt's motivation minutes scrolling in the ticker right now. And I spend two hours every morning getting this fucking thing right because I need extra motivation and inspiration myself. It takes work. Point blank period. It takes work. And we all need it because there is so much toxicity, negativity. Shit, I see motherfuckers that like, fuck it. I'm slowly losing respect for in this fucking industry. I have a boatload of respect for in this industry. Did, did is the key word in that sentence. And the negativity and the toxicity and the disgustingness as a human being that has the audacity to sit with their face on a screen and talk one way and then put things out on social media in another way just blows my mind. And, you know, I guess the whole point of that out of that rabbit hole is we all need motivation because even the people that we look up to on a day-to-day basis don't give out motivation and inspiration. So that's why I've tried to take that yoke upon my shoulders, if you will, because nobody does it. And damn it, we need it. And damn it, this society needs it. And damn it, this world needs it. And I'm tired of everybody being so negative and toxic and woe is me and I can't ever get anywhere, then fucking do something about it. Stop being such a woe is me bullshit individual and be part of the 2%. You wonder how to get to the 2%? It's right between your fucking ears. Just go do it. Go chase after it. And this isn't even where these motivation minutes were supposed to go, but I see it every doggone day. Every day. People complaining that they can't get out of a rut, don't know how to get out of a rut. It's rolling around between your ears, my friends, behind your eyes, and all you got to do is take a minute to tap into it. Every day, every single day, if you only take five minutes to improve yourself as a human being, get the inside right, and be fucking amazed by how much the outside follows along. I know I got a little ranty there. It was weighing on my heart. I subconsciously kind of just started word vomiting coming out, but I hope you saw the perspective in that. I hope you guys can take some value out of that, and I I hope I have 
done so this far, and I hope I, I can going forward give you guys a little bit of motivation and inspiration you need and, and that we all crave. And, and sometimes I just need to hear myself say it to tell you the truth. I, I hope I can do that for you in, in a world that is so filled with people that don't and would much rather take the time to give you some bullshit or some negativity. I promise to keep taking the time for some positivity, some motivation, and some inspiration because much like the legendary Zig Ziglar once said, people often say that motivation doesn't last while well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. So I'll keep bringing the positivity, the motivation, and the inspiration. Y'all keep stopping by. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. That was fantastic stuff, my, my man. You nailed it right on the head. I think the most important you said is, uh, you know, just everyone can view that in a different way, what you said. Because sometimes it is, that, you know, some of the messages, like myself, some of the time, like today, get me fucking motivated every once in a while. You know, maybe it doesn't hit close to home for me, but there's something else that I need to find throughout my day, whether it's a sign or a reminder. Uh, so yeah, I love it, man. Fantastic stuff. My pleasure, my friend. My pleasure. I'm uh, I'm glad you found that would uh, tend to uh, seem to me as well. The people on the other side of the screen uh, found some value in that as well, because it's it's really important. It's really special to me. And uh, man, oh man, uh, we we all need that motivation. We all need that yeah. inspiration. So I, hey, I told you you wanted to stick around. For, for if you were here at the first of the show, I told you you wanted to stick around for that one, boys and girls. It was going to be a heavy hitter today. So there you go. There you have it. Uh, that officially puts a cap on top of the. Talking the Line podcast, episode number 205 on this beautiful January 19th, 2022. The Wise Words podcast, our weekly show, drops today in but 25 short minutes from now. So I suggest you subscribe to our YouTube, hit the notification bell, and get on over there and get ready for the drop. Hey, maybe get your lunch ready and uh, stop by the little girls or little boys room so you are locked in for the drop of this bad boy. You do not want to minute, miss it. 40 minutes of absolute electricity. Outside of that, now 24 short minutes from now for that aforementioned show to drop. But from myself and from my partner, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday. Unless you have any other plans, we can't tell you how much we appreciate each and every one of you from the bottom of our hearts for your likes, your follows, your shares, your subscriptions, your comments, your retweets, everything in between. We see each and every one of you that do that, and we appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Remember, it is a wonderful Wednesday to be alive the rest is up to you. That's right. The only person that matters in your life. You, my friends, it's your life. Go live it. Here I am still on my soapbox. I don't know who needs to hear it today, but somebody does. Outside of that, once again, have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday unless you have any other plans. Get today's best bets locked in so you can say right alongside me and my partner at the end of every piece of content we do. Let's cash some tickets.